ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce. And Marcus Hurley. We're also joined by... Ah, Will. Hello, I'm Will. Nice to meet you. I know it was a while ago, um, but yeah, I, I don't know, it really tailed off this year as far as like summer at the movies goes. Uh, like there was that, July was nuts, and, uh, and then it all kind of tailed off into mediocrity and stuff that I just didn't really care about. Um... So, yeah, I just wanted to pick a couple of films from the summer that I saw that I hadn't really spoken about at any length. Uh, The first one of which is Dunkirk, which is the most recent Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, I I had the pleasure of seeing this in 70mm IMAX at the Science Museum in London, which was a cool experience. Uh, And, yeah, I just think it's great to see, like, a historic film in a kind of historic place. Um... But yeah, the film itself, uh, I think, has done pretty well. It's still in the top ten in the UK. um, And basically tells the stories of uh, basically three points of view in that conflict. One of which takes place over a week on the beach. Uh, The next takes place over a day, which is the uh, rescue mission in the boats. And then finally, uh, the stuff in the sky takes place over an hour. And so it kind of cuts between these. It's quite confusing in some ways, but uh, just gives you generally the kind of uh, a good kind of experience of what that conflict must have been like or that uh, retreat event retreat. Um, It was fucking loud when I heard it. Um, When the, the first kind of sound of the film is gunshot fire and it's deafening. Um, I mean, might be because of the way I saw it as well. All his films are fucking loud, though. I think uh, Interstellar, that was definite. Didn't Bitter and see it and say that was louder than actually being there? <laughs> I'm fairly sure I read that somewhere. I guess maybe it depends where you were standing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, where, you, don't know. where you were sitting in the cinema, or, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, or where you were, like, yeah, in the in the sand, shitting your yeah. pants. So, Or if you were in Scotland yeah. or not. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it was quite an experience. All the stuff on in the planes is extremely like um, seat of your po- seat of your pants kind of stuff. Like you really really does get your blood pumping. Um, and yeah, it's good performances and stuff. Even uh, the guy from One Direction, I thought he was quite good. Although I didn't even know it was him until he turned up. Um, I thought. I just assumed the main guy we were following was him. He is, he is um, the best guy for One Direction, though. Is that Zayn Badawi oh, okay. or whoever? 
No, uh, no, I'm Harry sure Styles. That's not the person that you. <laughs> God, that's... Isn't, that a, isn't that a reporter oh, no. or something? No, no, I'm thinking of Zane Lowe. B probably wasn't One Direction. I'm not very good at this modern culture shit. You mean Harry, right? <laughs> it's Harry. Right. Harry Styles. Yeah. Right, okay, he's, gotcha. he's the best. Uh, <laughs> he's okay. my favourite. Remind me, who are the other members of One Direction? Um, no idea. No Googling. Snuff I don't need to Google it. I don't know. I've no idea. Louis, I only know Louis him because he's in a film. Louis, he's, uh, oh. he's Mr. Cheryl, isn't he? Uh... Niall, it was a semi-retorical. Oh, okay. You you have impressed me with your One Direction knowledge there, Ian. Only because I'm a big fan of the James Corden uh, Copal karaoke with One Direction. That was fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. So, indeed. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. That's the danger of talking about Dunkirk. Is there is always going to tangent off into that One Direction conversation, (laughs) I swear. Yes. I'm sure Christopher Nolan himself had to stop filming because he he, he kept, he kept <clears> going, yeah. Harry, we, could you play us a song? You've got beautiful hair, Harry. Beautiful. It's much better longer. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll do a cameo in the next series of Game of Thrones. Maybe. Well, we can, we can but hope. If they can get the ginger busker in there, why the hell not? Yeah. This so, is it. Oh. That's I'm it. sure his agent's working overtime now. I'd like to see he's going to appear as a white walker and just go... That would be good. That would be the best role, actually. Uh, and the guys from Muse. And the other people who have been in Game of Thrones over the years. Mm. That sounds like the way to do it. Sorry, yes. I've kind of completely derailed this. Please Sorry, what else wrong. have you been no, watching? No, it's alright. Uh, also, I also watched War for the Planet of the Apes, which I thought was very well done, but I didn't really care for massively like i just i just think i'm over that whole franchise i the, i like the first one they did not the first one but the first you know rise i liked um i thought that was quite clever the way they did that and uh what was the one after that dawn yep dawn yep. of the planet of the apes i thought was okay but just turned into a bit of a forgettable kind yep. of mosh um yep. and this one's kind of more like dawn than it is war uh than it is rise oh, okay. obviously because it's mm. it's in that sort of uh apocalyptic <clears throat> sort of scenario but yeah. it's quite, it's really well done like the mocap stuff is just gets better every time and circus is amazing there's a comedy relief uh character played by oh god i forget his name he was in that um oh he was in treme what was his name uh steve zahn that's it yeah, he's he's good. He's playing like oh, a sort okay. of yeah. He's he's a uh, bad ape. He's called and uh, adds some comedy relief to what would otherwise be quite a bleak film. Um, but yeah, no, it's enjoyable, but you know, not one to rush out and see. Um, I've seen some stuff at home as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to the flicks lately. I've watched something on Netflix over the weekend that I'd like to talk what? about at some point. Go for it. <laughs> It's a film called Death Note. Oh, right. I've yes, called seen Death Note. I've heard about up. this. Marcus, I believe this would be right up your alley, my friend. It's the American remake of Death Mate. Death Note. Death Mate. <laughs> no, Death Note. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's based on anime or... Yeah, it's based yeah. on a, an original Japanese comic uh, or manga. Manga. Um, and uh, yeah. sorry, with the Japanese pronunciation there for some weird reason, and, uh, and they made an animated series from it as well. <laughs> uh, 
But um, um, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really curious how this turned out because there's been a little bit of hoo-ha about it because it's been Americanized. Because I think the more of these get Americanized, the more people are scared that we are going to get the actual Americanized version of Akira. So that's why the, every now and then when one of these oh, okay. happens, people start freaking out. I think okay. it's a reaction, a, a weeaboo reaction. But. Uh, that's fair enough. Uh, I don't know the source material, so I'm, I may not be the best yeah. person to be critiquing it. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Um, awesome. <clears throat> it felt really 80s. Uh, yeah. The characters, the setting, the thing that appears. Um, yeah. Lots of spikes uh, and, and sort of Yeah, it, there's a hint of Donnie Darko about it. Um, yeah, and it's definitely that sort of look. <clears throat> and we last week we spoke about Netflix shows. Um, and uh, when I was watching it I thought I wish this had been a 10 episode season of this and not a movie because very after about the first reel as they used to be it really changes tack the first third is oh that must have hurt and does some background and then it it does quite a big jump in where it's going and what it's trying to do and it was okay but I found it a bit jarring and if it had been a 10 episode season I think it could have been. I think the characters could have been better fleshed out with more screen time. Yeah. Um, and I, it f- I hope it gets a series off the back of it, to be honest. Um, see, because I, I'd like, I, I'd like I to see what happens bit, with the book next time. I'm, I'm really glad you said that, because um, I mean, I think the, the comic's been going for God knows how long, and there's been a hell of a lot of the animated series. So there's probably so much source material they're trying to shoehorn into it which is probably why you might get that feeling that it suddenly just puts the brakes on or just completely goes in a different direction because they're trying to fulfill probably what would be two or three story arcs where yeah. it either and, gets and darker is, or something else and, and they just become acts in a film which yes may and, this is the, and, and this is when we spoke when you guys were talking about Defenders last week I, I think this is one of the problems because my wife has been saying over the last few weeks, I've been. She's been. What can what can I watch? What can we watch? Oh, there's some stuff on Netflix. And she's been saying, yeah, but Netflix just does shit, doesn't it? I mean, it's just it just does shit. <laughs> to be and, honest, I agree. <laughs> I did. I really tried to not agree with her, um, I, but I don't think Death Note was shit. But it is a Netflix production, and I am becoming aware that a lot of Netflix stuff is really big ideas shot on a set with just people talking to each other. Um. Yeah. And that's okay, because, you know, Green Room is a good example of that, of how that really works. But that was set in a room, basically, in one location, and it's just to some people talking to each other. But this has some really big ideas that play out hmm. over the TV, over the phone call. It felt like an episode of Buffy, basically, um, which was okay still. But I just, if you start looking at some Netflix stuff, it feels like they've got the stars on board. Uh, we also watched... Shit, there was something else we watched over the weekend. They've also they've also managed to eliminate uh, an element of product placement and stuff as well, though, from their shows. I mean, I know that's still in it, but yeah, I don't think they're quite at the at the uh, at the mercy no. of advertisers the way that a certain, some no. network shows might be. So they they do have that kind of liberation as well uh, to 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 balance it up. But Death Note itself was it was it like a it was a cart it was like a series hmm. before. Uh, okay. The original. Okay. So, 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 so you're saying like the the concept is enough that it would be interesting to explore it over a longer time. Sort of I think thing. it could probably work like an anthology 
where each season yeah. somebody gets the book and does stuff with it. Um, right, okay. Because I, it's, I, I it's, don't actually know the story of it, though, but I just know that it went on for a while. It was like probably one of the most it, popular sort of Japanese animated yeah, ones in the I last mean, it, few it's, years. It's kind of hokey, which is how it reminded me of how it reminded me of the 80s. There's a MacGuffin and it, hmm. it just produces its own rules for how to get out of stuff. It's basically okay. the... It's bas- It's like Doctor Who in horror form. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a good idea, but it constantly just goes, oh, and now you, now you can't do this uh, yeah. to move the story forward. And that's okay because it, if you take it, it's a genre piece and that's it works. I think it works. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it could work as an anthology with different well, people getting the book what. and dealing with it. I'll tell you what. I'll start watching the original series oh, well I'll have a look before I commit to that to see how long the thing is if it's like yep. 8 years worth I might not <laughs> but um, and then I'll see whether it how it compares up because I don't know whether it's a, a reimagining and a reinterpretation and that's why some of the things fall apart I don't know how it sits in regards it, it is to very original. American it, it's but, definitely yeah. American okay. um, but that's the thing it might not always be a bad idea because it might just be exactly the same thing but they just Americanized some of the more traditional elements because it was a Japanese school kid so if you said it like a high school or whatever it reminded me of of Super 8 in places not for the quality of that film necessarily but the feeling I got watching it I felt like I was watching really kind of I shouldn't have rented this movie in the 80s Um, you've got me intrigued though okay cool um, Netflix I'll send you where to send the check (laughs) <laughs> I do know what you mean about the Netflix issue though because they have that section when you go in and there's all the little slices of all of their shows and yeah. I do find myself scrolling through large number of them going nope, nope, nope no, yeah. never um, you know Shadow Hunters has been on there for so long mm. I know I'll never ever click on that I'm fairly um, sure you can click something to make it go away from that i am not found it yet <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So let's move on. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I. While we're on a kind of uh, world tip, kind of stuff mm. from other places, world I guess. Cinema. Uh, world cinema. Yep. Uh, yeah. I've watched a few. Uh, I'll start with one that I know most of us have seen, which is Train to Busan, which came out last year, but uh, is now in. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. And it's pretty yep. cool. It's uh, it's basically a zombie movie on a train to uh, <laughs> to, 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 to not be around the bush. Elements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I think there's something there's something about the way <clears throat> Kore- the Koreans do stuff. Um, I've just never seen zombies like animated in this way because they're fast, but they're also like absolutely nuts. Yeah. And the way they throw themselves around in this is quite remarkable. I think they're like the ones um, in. Uh, World War World Z Wars, uh, yeah. in Israel, where they're just throwing mm. themselves at the wall and standing on top of each other. They're a bit like that. Yeah, but they're but they're all real. They're not like I, well, they might have CG'd a bit yeah. of it, but there was, there was look, one. It looks a lot more convincing the yeah. way they just swarm up into like a pile and climb up on yeah. one another and stuff yeah. is it's mental. God. I was just like, wow, like fucking quite taken aback to be honest that that film reminded me why I used to love watching a lot of Far Eastern cinema Uh, a lot of the Japanese and Hong Kong films and and Korean movies I used to watch because it was it's the pacing of it I mean when we first put it on you get the whole setup with the dad and you're not quite sure where this is going and it feels incredibly slow 
But that's, oh, and the that's, other guy that's... who's like a bit of a the, the guy who sort of sacrificed himself. I, yeah. I was like, I it was like in a very short amount of time, you made yeah. me give a you massive am- <laughs> shit about all these people yeah. uh, <laughs> and even, set up even, some even good the, villains the, and everything. Even the sisters, the old, the elderly sisters. Yeah, you yeah. Care. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They write believable characters, even though you're not a native speaker of their tongue. You don't know their traditions or anything else you haven't really spent much time with them but you care and i just always found that was one of the things that always seems to get me about their cinema um i don't know how they do it but it's, well, maybe we it's are just all spent just in the people. moment yeah that's true uh yeah i saw another korean film that's a bit more recent uh that was riding high in uh the ratings and stuff so that's why i checked it out uh it's by park chan wook who did old boy and this one's called the handmaiden and it is a uh a retelling of an old story called fingersmith i believe and um basically the setup is uh this guy who's like a bit of a con man uh kind of uh picks uh chooses this poor girl to help him rip off this uh well-to-do uh like um she's like a an heiress to a to a fortune um and so yeah she's her handmaiden posing as her handmaiden and he's like trying to woo her to steal her fortune and lock her up in an asylum uh and that's the basic setup and that's all i'll say but it's a bit twisty turny and um yeah, there might be like an eight-legged creature involved because it's by that guy. So I won't say where or how. <laughs> she gets crushed. No. Yeah, there's a thing in Old Boy where he eats something live. And, oh, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All I can remember about uh, Old Boy was the hammer. Just the hammer, mm-hmm. really. Oh, that, well, and that scene is like... Because... Um, Park Chan-wook is like a master filmmaker. Like that, they totally ripped that scene off in Daredevil. Yeah. Like the whole one take sort yeah. of in and out of doors, just staying up. And, yeah, and that's a brilliant scene. They, they kind of did in Train yeah. to Busan as well. There's a tracking yeah. shot through one yeah. of the carriages where they're just yeah. running through bashing things. Oh, that was amazing. Though. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty really, good. But I, I always love a scene like that. Yeah. Put a yeah. bit of it. Oh yeah. There's nothing I can't stand more than the martial arts scenes where you have no more than two seconds per camera angle. Yeah. And you can't actually see what they're yeah. doing. Cause Snap cuts, covering everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why John Wick was so cool. Um, that was apparently good. this Apparently the new Charlize Theron Atomic film, Blonde. Atomic Blonde, is done by one of the guys who directed John Wick. So I do want to see it, but mm. I haven't got round to it quite yet. But um, that's supposed to be good. Nice. Um, uh, the other world cinema thing I saw was uh, French, and it's called Raw. And this is about a uh, girl who's brought up as a vegetarian and uh, goes to vet school uh, and has to go through these quite uh, elaborate hazing uh, situations. And one of them involves eating a bit of raw food, raw meat, and she doesn't want to do it, but her, sis- her sister's there and goes, just eat it because you're just going to get grief if you don't. So uh, she eats it, and then after that, um, starts to become a little bit fixated on flesh, and it gets a little bit bitey. Um, <laughs> a little bit bitey? And, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Um, and I won't say too much more, but it is a horror film. Um, 
Awesome. And it's it's quite cool. Um, yeah, I, I watched that straight after The Handmaiden, actually, and I had to just rinse my brain out afterwards because <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was just all a bit um, grim, nice. really. But I was like, I'm I'm in subtitles mood, so I'll watch this. And again, that's been really quite highly regarded. Um, so yeah, that that's that's all the mu- movies I've watched really recently. Um, awesome. Too much um, TV. Speaking <laughs> of horror, I've been on a bit of a horror binge. Um, Garment. We were obviously starting with Train to Busan. That was the evening, and then we watched um, another one called Morgan because I, I saw a random um, poster. Oh for yeah, it I remember it's coming out. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we tracked that down and watched it, and not bad, not bad. Um, it sort of it wasn't what I expected. It was more. I about, heard it was a bit like that Lucy film yes, that Scarlett Johansson that was the did. Thing. I, when I found out the premise of it, I literally said to Suze the barometer for this is if it's better than Lucy, it's okay. <laughs> oh, but it's it got is. Kate Mara in, who is awesome. Yeah, it is better than Lucy. It's a lot better than Lucy. I've had turds um, that are better than Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> but this is better than the turd that thinks it's better than Lucy. Oh, wow, um, okay, excellent. Actually, no, it wasn't that bad. I'll put it that way. I'd say it's worth a watch. Okay. Um, it's It deals with the whole thing of creating sentient life not knowing what it is and all this sort of thing. And yeah, the twist that might happen is a little bit obvious, but some of the things that happen in there, it's, you, you kind of think, Oh, that's a little bit brutal. Um, and then, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem that long a film, so it doesn't outstay its welcome when it's done. You kind of go, Oh, cool. Okay. That's fine. Sweet. I enjoyed that next film. Um, and that's my review. I wouldn't say it's shit. I wouldn't say it was amazing, <laughs> but I would say it's very enjoyable. Okay, cool. Have a look at that. If you're at a loose end and it's on a plane, well, check no, it I out, actually think it's better than the plane movie. I think it's better than the plane movie. I think Defenders oh, okay. is a plane movie. Um, <laughs> That's a long flight. If you're going to Australia, it is. Yeah. Or if you can't, if you can't sleep, you watch the Defenders, and that will help you out. Um, but Morgan's definitely not in that category. I'd say it's actually worth a watch. Okay, but there are a lot of better films that do it. You know, it's no. Deus, was it Deus Machina or Ex yeah. Machina? Deus Ex Machina. It's not on that level. Ex Machina, yeah. Deus yeah. Ex is a different thing. Yeah. Ex yes. Machina was magnificent. Um, but yeah, it, it deals with similar issues but in a slightly different way. And I won't say any more because it will kind of spoil it really. And it's worth a watch just for the little twists and stuff in there. Okay. And some of it's quite good. Cool. I'm cool. Yeah. going to give that a um, look. I, I also watched, um, I also started watching the. Friday the 13th movies um, uh, <laughs> simply because um, we did something and then we kind of just thought we need to start watching these um, and all... you murdered when you say somebody. you did something is there a Shatner bus <laughs> laying around somewhere that you need to admit to or what's going on there? No, we, uh, <laughs> we, we can't say anything uh, <laughs> no We're, let's put it this way be one less no one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> one less school counsellor god damn it right <laughs> but but I gotta say very weird because um, I wasn't sure whether I'd actually seen like do the first couple of them we watched the first and second one and they seemed very weird like there was a massive time gap I mean watching the first one in, in particular when you see a lot of the people and they're all sort of running around and stuff and a lot of the female leads are just running with flailing arms. And I'm thinking, I'm used to horror films where they turn around and punch the person in the face or kick yeah. in the balls or something and run off. Not run it off was a different time. Flailing. 
it was a completely different time. The number of butt shots was incredible. It was just ridiculous. I just thought ah. the cameraman was a part-time pervert for this film. Um, is this the one with Kevin Bacon in the first one? Uh, no, that, I think it's the go... second one. I've actually, uh, wait, 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 wait. I've got I've got 1980 starring uh, yeah, Betsy no, Palmer yeah, as Mrs. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's in the first one, I think. Yeah, yeah, a very um, young Kevin yeah, Bacon. Yeah, very, very young. But um, yeah, it was so different. And then the second one was kind of a bit more, obviously, because it's a year later. But I think it's set five years later. Um, so the uh, first one was meant to be set in possibly, I don't know, the 70s or something like that, it looked like. Um, but yeah, the second one, the protagonist, the main protagonist, she's a lot more hands-on, a lot more fighty. So I'm, we're curious where it goes after that, because he hasn't become the iconic hockey mask wearing, unstoppable creature that we know and fear. <laughs> so we're kind of going through a little horror marathon at the moment. And, uh, cool. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Uh, anyone else seen anything? Yeah, I'm just checking to see if I have seen something. Stand by. Uh, sorry. In the meantime, while uh, sorry, Ian's sorry. checking on that, the uh, only thing I've watched recently that's at all pertinent to this conversation, I feel, is probably a pop star, Never Stop Stopping. That's great it's movie. a bit old, but God, I started and I was thinking, oh, this is one of those embarrassing comedies. But now and again, there were just some moments of sheer brilliance and beauty, like <laughs> the moment there in the limo. Have you seen this as well, Marcus? No, no, no. No, you see, it's, it's a docudrama in the, in the vein of Spinal Tap, but rather than following a rock band, it's following a, uh, a pop star who's made it up from kind of yeah. boy band success. And it's very similar to, you know, it's totally inspired by Spinal Tap. It's American. Um, it's utterly tasteless. And the lead character is an <laughs> utter, utter prick. Um, nice. But there are just some beautiful moments in it. And the, an unbelievable number of celebrity cameos. You get <sighs> Seal gets mauled by wolves. And <laughs> not just a seal. I mean, seal singing and singing at the proposal speech mm. gets mauled by wild dogs. You Kiss get from a rose all seal. All sorts of people. Yes, that seal. Yeah, exactly yeah, that. Okay. I get cool. me. Some of the some of the cameos are just incredible. Just the random moment where Snoop appears and takes just steals the camera off of this pop star. Little bits like that <laughs> are brilliant. But um, I say some genuinely wonderful laughs in there so if anyone sees it it's on sky movies at the moment just come on well worth a well worth a bit of a giggle so ian, did you yeah, manage to, dumb- uh, well, what is going on with ian <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've spilt a can of coke oh, I've, actually we'll spilt, oh. I've actually only spilt about 20 peas worth of coke which is amazing it oh. went full over and nothing really came out bravo <laughs> at least it's Good. the real thing let me see if I can fill it over again, mopping up what's there. Anyway, sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to add to that. Um, quietly the lo- yourselves. <laughs> As you were. No, the- I was just going to add to that, that basically that um, that film, Popstar, is is part of the Lonely Island, which is uh, like, they're like a trio of writer-comedians, one of which is Andy Samberg, who's gone on to do quite a lot of other things like um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and he pops up in lots of other yeah, films nice. and stuff. Oh, wow. But they do lots of things. They they also did recently Tour de Pharmacy, which I think is a bit of a play on the whole uh, Tour de France thing, and that's got like and Orlando whole, Bloom and, yeah, and the whole other, lots of other... Presumably it's, it's the whole 
controversy around the drugs use <laughs> kind of approach going by the name yeah 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 of course um <clears throat> But yeah, no, I really, I really rate that pop star film. Uh, I it watched was that. It was, it was only I last expected. year. It took me a while. The, the opening scenes, I nearly switched it off, just thinking it was just crude. And you know what? It was mostly crude. Um, <laughs> you have to get the on their level, fun. basically. I, yeah, I basically had to drag my. I, I was, I was in a fairly highbrow mood when I started watching it. Bef- by the time it finished, I was down in the gutter, <sighs> which is where me. you need to be to watch it. The, 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 <laughs> just to illustrate it, that there's a moment they're in the limo. And they're being mobbed by fans. And, you know, the moment you get these pair of ample bosoms pressed up against the window and the pop star guy's going, see, this is why we do the life. This is what I do it for. And he looks again and there's this, some girl dropped her knickers and she's rubbing her ass. This is why I do it. And then you get this enormous flaccid cock <laughs> yeah. being rubbed up against the window. And he's not looking back. He said, this is what I do it for. Gesticulating. This is why I'm here. Look, yeah, look yeah. these are my fans. Look, I'm going to sign it. And he does the window down. It's kind of pops gently over the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my boyfriend. Could you sign it for him? It's, it's just stupid little crude, crude, gross things like that. But I was giggling like a schoolboy at points. It was, it was it's, it's good Brilliant. for a laugh. Yeah, it's definitely worth a look if you want something to laugh at. Have you got anything for us, Ian? Apart, apart, or okay. This has been a Not Watching Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk where you can also hear myself, Marcus and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at NotWatchingPodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on Twitter at NotWatchingPod. You can find the show notes for the show at NotListening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See you. See, I'm a tan, but I'm a native best Plus two says you're not me Cause I'm so Every year, compliance regulations change thousands of times. And every year, ADP makes thousands of seamless platform updates so businesses can focus on everything else, like running their business. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.